Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Oh, see you're... A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. We're both wearing collared shirts today. An unusual situation. And today on a Friday, we are under the tutelage of our general manager. The ladies and gentlemen of the jury. So once again, like yesterday when we were talking about this, I'm just going to assume you know what we're talking about. If you don't, I don't know what you're going to do. Put in your Taylor Swift CD, I guess. But... For a few minutes, but how unusual is it for the judge to say, boy, you all got this one right. That guy is guilty. He was nothing but guilty. So nice job coming to the right conclusion. I don't feel like I've ever seen a judge say that before. And we all get to go home in time for dinner. Yes. Big finish here on the music on Friday, huh? We're cranking up the daiquiri machine. We're drinking. Do uh, do judges usually say that after they come back? The jury comes back, the verdict say, "Hey, nice job on that. It was overwhelming evidence. You got that one right." So, uh, tip of the cap. You know, I've heard similar. Fair, but I, I don't know how common that is. Once the guy, <laughs> once the jury says you're guilty, you're guilty. And now, what the judge has in front of him is a convicted criminal. Sure, you know, I get that. Yeah, they put handcuffs on you because you're guilty at that point. Um. 
So I tweeted out... We're talking, of course, here's my 7.4 second summary of Alex Murdoch, the powerful South Carolina attorney who for generations had ruled that part of the state. He was rich, he was powerful, but he stole and was a pillhead and killed people. So I'm just finally, because I didn't follow this as long as you did. I certainly didn't follow it as long as all y'all who like watched the Netflix documentary about it a year ago and had been into this story or the various podcasts that have been going on about this trial for, uh, for a long time or this family. But uh, I'm just... So uh, when did the video come out of him being at the dog kennel? So see, great question. Go ahead. If you, you got more to your question, because uh, from what I understand now, he was lying about that for way longer than I realized, which right. makes a oh, big yeah. difference. Yeah, and what it's a great question, and here's why. And if you are in the know on this stuff, if you've gone into it even more minutely than, than I have, and, and I've been a little busy doing this show, so I couldn't listen to a lot of it live, uh, the actual uh, trial. Unlike what you've seen on TV with the surprise witness who strides in from the back of the courtroom and that sort of thing, it's been a staple of TV courtrooms from the beginning. Uh, I like that. Often a woman in a big hat. Oh, yeah. Kind of Usually. Hot. Oh, High always heels, hot. Skirt opens the door. I know who did it. <sighs> Everybody's shocked. Because he was in bed with me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If that happened more often, trials would be much more fun to watch. Oh, yeah. People would be lined up to be on juries. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't try to get out of it. They'd try to force their way into it. Anyway, uh, so... In contrast to that, you have discovery where the prosecution has to share all the evidence with the defense and the defense's witness lists. The prosecution knows everybody who's showing up. The idea being all of the information is laid out. Each attorney or each side interprets that information for the jury, talks to their witnesses. Then the jury of your peers looks at the totality of stuff. It's not a game. It's like a scientific inquiry or as close as we can get to it and says, yeah, beyond a reasonable doubt, I think that guy committed a heinous crime. So, but you have to contrast that with the reality, which was the the whole, uh, the voice of Alec Murdoch at the kennels moments before the killing was apparently a surprise to everybody. So here's what I don't understand, because... Alec Murdoch only changed his story on the stand. He had not at any point gone to the cops and said, yeah, yeah, during discovery, uh, that videotape uh, came out, and uh, I suddenly remembered. Because he could go to the cops anytime he wanted and say, yeah, I remembered that I was blah, 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 and, and, and not have it come out there in the courtroom. So did they not see that during discovery? Did they think, well, we'll just let it uh, come out in... Uh in the courtroom or what? Was Did they he... not know what a bombshell that video was? Because his voice is just on there, kind of in the background, a couple of times making innocuous comments. Was he going to claim it wasn't him, but then a whole bunch of people testified it was him, and he eventually admitted on the stand that it was his voice. But that, yeah, that think... made all the difference, I think. I mean, that made all the difference. Huge, I, could, huge. I could easily see as a juror letting this guy go without that video, saying, God, you can't throw a guy in jail for murder based on what we got here. But when he had lied for, I don't remember how many months, about, nah, the last time I saw them was, you know, X o'clock. Right. And then it comes out, no, you saw them right before they died, you lying bastard. What a yeah, weird well, thing to he, lie he about. He saw too. them as they died, too, according well, yeah. to the jury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
What a weird thing to lie about if you're, uh, you know, if you're innocent. The last time you saw your kid alive. I was a paranoid pill head. I lied about everything. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, not good enough. No, nah, apparently Beyond not. a reasonable doubt, 12 for 12. That's how compelling they found that excuse. Well, and like immediately. Did they even pick a foreman? I mean, did they just... <laughs> I, I think they thought, hey, they're going to give us free uh, hoagies. Let's go ahead and order them. I'll take the roast beef. Let's eat the hoagies. <laughs> and then, then, you know, what the hell? We've been here for six weeks. The, the, at the least, let's enjoy some san- sandwiches. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if I was one of those jurors and had the same uh, attitude, since you don't know what the other ones think, right? You don't get, you're not supposed to discuss the case amongst yourself. Is that correct? Not for a single second until you start to deliberate. Gosh, so I would have been thinking, God, I hope there's not a nut job on here who thinks, I don't know. He just doesn't seem like the sort of guy that, you know, that sort of thing. I think, oh, who could kill their own son? I mean, it is horrifying. (laughs) I don't mean to make light of it, but right. Um, right. Right. There's, is there one of these on the jury? Are we going to be here for months as 11 of us try to convince one nut job? Yeah, but he just doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would do that. You know, that sort of thing. Well, right. But what's extraordinary about it, to get it back to reality, is you wouldn't need any nut jobs whatsoever. You would just need two or three people who said, look, I, I'm, I think he probably did it, but I have doubts. I'm not convinced. Can we go over the evidence? The The other nine of you seem pretty convinced. Let's talk about why you're convinced, and maybe you bring us around. And that alone could take a day. It was six weeks of evidence. Man, three hours isn't very long. You know, I don't know what they were thinking. I wasn't, I wasn't in that jury box, so I don't know how overwhelming it felt to them. But I could even see me thinking he was guilty, thinking, he's a guy's life hands in the balance. This is murder. This is a big deal. He could spend the rest of his life in prison. How about mm-hmm. we go over this stuff one more time? It'll take us, what, a day? We've been here for six weeks. Let's do one more day of going over this stuff. Of course, everybody's looking nope. at me with daggers in their eyes like, you bastard. <laughs> I want to go know, home, and, that, and the guy's a murderer. That, that would be a great thing for you to do as the foreman or just a member of the jury, and that's why it's so extraordinary that... Uh, that they did what they did as quickly as they did. Because keep in mind, if you've never been on a jury, they don't tell you how to deliberate. They just say, all right, it's up to you now. Figure it out. And I remember the first time I was a foreman, I thought, all right, uh, let's just have a preliminary vote to to see where we are and to see if we all agree or not. W- one to ten. Give me a one to ten. One being... I'm completely convinced of his innocence and 10 being I'm completely convinced of his guilt and we'll go from there. So that's what we did. But that was just something that popped into my head. You don't know what it's like to be in there for six weeks and hear all this either. Mm-hmm. You heard all of this for six weeks. You might be at a place where this lion scumbag is such a piece of crap and every aspect of his life, including being a murderer. I'm ready to go home. Yeah, well, and and I have a feeling without retrying the case, because the jury didn't feel like they should, why would I? No. The the totality of it, he lied about he was there. He changed his clothes multiple times. He lied about how long he was at his mom's. He asked his mom's caregiver to lie about how long he was there and to lie about what he was wearing at the time. He couldn't account for where he was during the times they were killed. Couldn't explain why he had 283 steps. Uh, when he said he was taking a nap, well, I don't know. Uh, it was just, come on. He's willing to steal from children in some cases, if you're going to get to character. And paraplegics and the elderly and the rest of it. Uh, and I just, I think at some point they're like, dude, you did the most thorough job 
imaginable, not not that I've ever seen, but that I could even imagine of acting like somebody who just killed two people. So I'm going to I'm going to take your word for it. (laughs) Brief version of the video, in case you haven't been following this, is because it's kind of interesting. But maybe we'll start the show officially first so we don't violate FCC regulations and end up in our jail ourselves. Maybe the cell right next to him. And and be gentle. Be gentle because that video brings back painful memories for me. Oh, right. Which I will explain. Yes. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Friday, March the 3rd. The year. Nope. Friday, we crank up the daiquiri machine. What flavor are we having today? It's uh, mint juleps in honor of the uh, Southern verdict. Oof. I don't know if I can drink many mint juleps without throwing up, but I'm going to test it. <laughs> the year 2023, we are Armstrong and Getting. We approve this program. All right, let's begin then officially according to FCC rules and regulations. The show begins at Mark. The only thing they corroborated for you throughout the investigation, throughout this trial, and throughout Mr. Waters' cross-examination is he's a liar. Oh, he's a liar. You lying liar. You lie like a dog. You dog liar. Liar dog. His lawyer, Boomhauer. I'm king of the hill. <laughs> um, so that his poor son who got murdered by his dad, they're down at the dog kennel and their dog has a bird in his mouth. And that kid thought, wow, look, he's got a bird in his mouth, whipped out his phone and took a short video of that. That is the reason his dad is going to prison for the rest of his yeah. life because of that video. And it got posted to Snapchat or one of those. And uh, that got discovered much, much, much later after his dad lied about his whereabouts. And that video became uh, uh, available to show that, no, that's a lie. He was, he was right there moments before the deaths. Boy, the and uh, we've been contrasting the real court system with TV courts, but, man, that is a detail straight out of a, a mystery or, a, or a, a movie drama. The young man's last act ended up convicting his dad. Right. Oof, that is something else. That is yeah, something. What a scumbag. Family had controlled that county for 80-some years? Yeah. Like yeah. a century. It's wild. How does mailbag look? It's a 1,500-acre hunting estate worth of information and entertainment. Sorry, I just wanted to throw that in. 1,500-acre estate. Right. And there's a lot of hate lots of hate in this whole thing. I mean, the, the son who killed somebody with the boat and got out of that thing. And- well, he ended up with the death penalty, as it turns out. Right, yeah. Sure. Um, uh... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Yo, yo. Lots of stuff to get to today. Media coverage nationally, kind of dominated by the Murdoch trial coming to an end yesterday and the verdict coming down. Sentencing here a little bit later. Uh, we'll bring you that whenever that happens. Indeed. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Got a lot of great stuff to get to today. Oh, Michael. Oh, oh buzzer. No. No, no, yes. no, no, yes. no. Two wrongs don't make a right. Yes. All right. No. I messed up, but then he messed up on the buzzer. I just was he doesn't get to hang th- there. That's all. No so, touchdown dance. Do I need a buzzer for a buzzer for if he misses oh, no, the I buzzer? Knew. I knew. I was a just... third buzzer. Yeah. Maybe we'll do mailbag later because it's really good. But first, he says, finally remembering, like Alex Murdoch, finally remembered, oh, yeah, I was at the candles. Uh, it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's cow clips of the week. Three, two, one, lift off. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. I was punished because I hurt a child molester's feelings by not using the pr- correct pronoun. And frankly, and this is what really pisses me off, all of a sudden, when it's about our students, they challenge it. But you never regret taking on the powerful and bringing in the light. I stand with my Jewish friends and I'm honored to be on your hit list. It's an honor to be sought after by a bunch of punk thugs like you. According to the FBI, once the device was discovered, Muffley was paged over the airport's PA system and told to report to the security office. Yeah. Mark Muffley, please report to security to face a series of serious federal charges. Yeah, your life has changed forever. You'll never hold a decent job or uh, maybe even see your family for quite some time. So you can please report to security. Russia's President Putin lashing out at the West. The West has one goal, to disband the former Soviet Union. A sense of cockiness and hubris, reflecting Putin's own view, his own belief today that he can make time work for him. Give them everything they have that you can now so they can win this thing. You don't think he needs F-16s now? No, he doesn't need F-16s now. TikTok, it gives the Chinese Communist Party the ability to manipulate our social discourse. Cheating is a core tenant of CCP ambition. Origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident. It comes from China. Doubtful we'll ever have a smoking gun because, frankly, China is a closed society. They're not going to put that stuff out there. Chinese wet markets, you're off the hook. Let's order a round of pangolin poppers for the table. <laughs> well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs> 
you mock the loss of my sons. And the defendant is a person where his own storm would actually mean consequences for Maggie and Paul. We couldn't bring you any eyewitnesses because they were murdered. He's fooled them all. Don't let him fool you too. Indictment for possession of a weapon during the commission of a violent crime. Verdict, guilty. How's it, guys? There you go. Mm. Pangolin poppers for the table. <laughs> what a week. I heard that described as, uh, I don't think any of this is racist, but if you're going to call claiming it came out of the lab they're racist for some reason how is not mocking the way they eat and uh, buy their food not closer to racist or or something than than... saying i think their safety standards were substandard at that lab yeah it's like so many claims of racism and the dei crowd it's utterly illogical Mm mm-hmm Anyway, so we got much more to do. We didn't even get to mailbag and uh, topics to cover and all that sort of stuff. If you miss an hour of the show, we do four. You can get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. New study shows people are scared of self-driving cars, so they're not exactly sweeping the nation. People are petrified, among other things that we can talk about. Hope you can stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Guess who's weighed in on the verdict of the most watched trial in decades? O.J. Simpson has lent his two cents. Oh, as to no. As to the verdict, we'll get to that a little bit later. I was thinking this this might be the most watched trial since O.J. In terms of a number of people I know that were into it. Yeah, Damn. nowhere near, nowhere near as big. No, no, not even close to OJ, but the biggest sense OJ. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, <laughs> the fact that 
he's weighing in on these things just shows he is completely depraved. Of course, we've known that for a very long time. Well, yeah, cutting people's heads off kind of puts you in that category on its own. You know, it's a fair point. <laughs> Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day, Alexis de Tocqueville, continuing on our series. I love this one. A democratic government is the only one in which those who vote for a tax can escape the obligation to pay it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is less uh, comparing democracy to other forms of government and just kind of reminding you that, yeah, a lot of times they pass taxes that then they don't pay is the thing. Mm. Or certainly the world is full of uh, A and B decide to solve the problems of C by taxing X. And X is the forgotten man. Mailbag. Drop us a note. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Jishan writes, I've been listening since 1998. Since I never received my oven mitts, I have a request. I'm having some medical stuff done today, and I need to be entertained, so please don't suck today. That's all. Thank you. Mm. This is actually written yesterday, so I'm troubled. I don't recall if we sucked or not yesterday. Michael, any uh, thoughts, any memories? I think it was above average. Oh, okay, that's good. the little mantra I say to myself looking in the mirror every morning. Please don't suck today. Mm. Moving along. Uh, Noah wants to know whether the, uh, you know, there's too much uh, like uh, casual obscenity in this segment already. I'm uncomfortable with it. Have I dropped in? I don't think I have. Have I? No, no, me. I'm okay. entirely to blame. And our emailers. Uh, but Noah wanted to know whether the new T-shirt the Land of the Free My Ass Armstrong and Getty t-shirt is available yet. And, and the design uh, process has stalled somewhat, Noah, but we and our team have been reminded that we need to get that going. The idea being that the Land of the Free has become an over-regulated, over-legislated, liability-terrified land of veal calves, not the free. If your kids can't run at school... In the park because it rained yesterday. Land of the free? Home of the brave? Come on. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Let's see. Stephen Portland uh, continuing on our daily dose of how to use the expression Bob's your uncle. And (laughs) Bob's your uncle, the Britishism. Uh, My family in England would always say Bob's your uncle and Fanny's your aunt. I believe it meant a complete deal or package. Always got a kick out of it. Okay. Or, as was originally pointed out, it kind of means, well, that's that's that. That's all there is to that. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I love this. Steve in Eugene, Oregon, making a point similar to yours earlier, Jack, where you're suggesting that it was utterly ridiculous to say, uh, suggesting that the Wuhan lab leak theory was valid, was racist, but saying, oh, those wet markets and the way those people eat, man, they trade bat diseases around like crazy. Yeah, their their eating habits are so dirty and backwards that uh, that's where it came from. And neither one like... of those things is really racist. No, but if I mean, one if of something's them... unsanitary, saying it's unsanitary is not racist. But if you're going to pick one that is racist, it's right. the way they eat, <laughs> Right. you know, as a commentary. But anyway, Stephen Eugene writes, uh, wait, we can say Havana syndrome, but we can't say China virus. Hey, now. That's a great point, Steve. That is a great point. 
Moving along, Matt in Palm Desert says, uh, listen to you guys talk about the lonely people who are wanting artificial intelligence friends. I had a flash. What if you had an artificial intelligence movie star you could talk to, or your favorite musician, or heck, an AI Armstrong and Getty? I'd love to be able to talk to you guys and hold a conversation. Uh, I've been dreading the day you retire. Now I don't have to, etc. I can talk to you anytime. Um, Matt, there is a website, a chat bot called character.ai that I read about the other day in uh, the New York Times. And I actually signed up for it today and because I wanted to have a conversation with Abraham Lincoln. I thought, wow, this is really cool. Uh, I'd like to point out that you will not in any way actually be having a conversation with Abraham Lincoln in case that escaped you. Wait, what? Uh, so, <laughs> Or a human being so, at all. So I got go on there, and there's not just one, but like nine chatbots people have created uh, with Abraham Lincoln. And so I clicked on one, and, and it, it didn't work. It said character unavailable, uh, return to home. Uh, and then I tried another one and another one. I tried all nine of them. None of them worked whatsoever. So I went to their what do you mean famous he's una- people. He's unavailable. You went to the theater last night? What is that? How is he unavailable? Oh, too soon. Too soon. Anyway, uh, so I went back to their uh, famous people. None of them worked. Their suggestions, none of them worked. So I don't know what the hell's going on with that website. Mm. I was very excited to talk to Lincoln. Don't go to the theater. Still too soon. Moving along. JT and Livermore. One of his many fabulous emails. Wokeism hits the sciences? Jack, you were talking about this yesterday. Brief reset, if you like. Uh, Yeah, so the government is doling out lots of money. Quarter of a billion dollars spread around some universities as long as they follow some guidelines. For instance, if somebody says, I don't even see color, race doesn't matter to me, can't work there. What? Not only can you not express that opinion, you will never be part of the faculty or staff just for holding that idea. Right. I just read something terrific from Douglas Murray about that very question. Maybe we'll get to that a little later. But anyway, uh, JT writes, are you telling me the people in charge of really important scientific work from nuclear bomb research to detecting and preventing pandemics, cancer research, etc., are given their jobs based on intersectionality rather than meritocracy? Haven't the Biden administration intersectional hires been a pretty good lesson about why we shouldn't abandon meritocracy? Kamala Harris, the world's worst politician. Uh, KJP, the world's least talented press secretary. Pete Boot Edge Edge, country's least qualified transportation secretary. Sam Brinton, world's worst deputy assistant secretary in charge of nuclear waste with a fetish for stealing women's luggage than wearing their clothes in public. And getting prosecuted for it. That is a weird one. Can America really survive Biden's executive order to put people like this in positions of critical importance in the sciences, given what we've already seen about doing so for political positions? Well written, my friend. And then Paolo writes uh, on well, the top. Well, not to mention, you, you can't, we can't, you can't gloss over that it was just a couple of years ago. Up until just a couple of years ago, the whole I'm colorblind, I don't see race was the goal. It is now, it's gone from the goal, Martin Luther King Jr.'s goal, to you can't work at this university in just a couple of years. That's amazing. Amazing is one word for it. Yeah, it's horrifying. Paolo writes, Petard hosting for DEI. The E stands for equity, which it defines as equal outcomes for all things for all racial groups. DEI rules result in acceptance rates for university job applications that are not equal across all racial groups. How does DEI reconcile that outcome with its own definition of equity? By DEI's own reckoning, it's proof of racism. By, the, by what definition of racism is DEI not practicing racism? 
The first question was rhetorical. The second one isn't. DEI isn't practicing racism only if you subscribe to CRT's definition of racism, which stipulates that only non-white people can be victims of racism. So DEI is right in line with CRT. I'm not sure how they fit those pesky overachieving Asians into their narrative. Probably has something to do with whiteness. Yeah, of course it does. And and the if you call out the wild, idiotic illogic of this stuff, they will say to you, you're denying my truth, or this is your white fragility, or your white supremacy, or, as has become popular in college debates, they will say logic itself is a tool of white supremacy, so you can't apply logic to explain why my philosophy and policies suck, which is a dodge only a moron or a small child would fall for. I'm looking at the television while the arguing is going on for the sentencing of the murderer Murdoch, and the expression on his face is a man who has given up, which is probably a good place to be. Because you're never going to see the light of day again, no matter what. Did you know this? Even if he had been cleared of murder, which they decided the other direction in like uh, five minutes of thinking about it. Um, so he's probably going to spend the rest of his life in jail for that. He's got like 96 other counts from all the things that he has admitted to throughout the trial. Oh, yeah. 96 counts, many of them like major fraud and theft and bank wire this and that and all these sorts of things that would put him in jail for the rest of his life yeah clearly so he's never going to see the light of day no matter what yeah um so that's why he has the expression on his face of a guy who has given up he's probably thinking how do i kill myself in prison in the least painful way that's probably what he's thinking about or yeah just how to survive in prison um of course he's probably been thinking that for a long time because the the jig has been way 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 up for a very long time i thought the look on his face yesterday he's a lawyer um he's been in a lot of courtrooms the look on his face to me was three hours i know what's about to happen here yep that's what happened yeah yeah um he was probably just praying that you know a bunch of financial crimes he'd probably end up in a medium security prison where he got to play tennis on the weekends or what have you but now he's going to be in the the max with the real bad Ooh, guys right Oof. Well, hey how long he's a real bad guy so he should be in with real bad guys i don't watch a lot of sentencings i wonder how long this is going to take are the lawyers each going to jabber for uh, 45 minutes about why you ought to go light on them i don't know how long or, or vice versa you know go hard on them yeah i don't know how long but the lawyers are jabbering so it looks like it'll take a while as the lawyers will kind of like seeing him shuffle in in shackles though in the prison uniform as opposed to his uh, his suit his casual wear he's got another surviving son that was sitting behind him in the courtroom the whole time god what's yeah, going on through his head well, he tried to get a bullet to go through, uh, the old man did, through his head to off himself with the help of his distant cousin, who was a moron, um, to uh, get his son that insurance money. He uh, Murdoch wanted to be dead, but he screwed that up, too. Wow, what a story. they got to make a movie out of that eventually. So I realize it's easy from a position of relative non-addictedness to lecture people who are in the midst of a terrible addiction. And I don't mean to be high-handed or or verbally abusive or callous about this, but why don't you, before you steal from elderly people, children, paraplegics, your law partners, your friends, your relatives, then shotgun your son and blow his brains out and, and then execute your wife, 
Why don't you tell somebody, I have a terrible pill addiction and I need help? These days, it's okay. Yeah, I don't think that was his problem. It was a problem, but it wasn't the problem. He's a soulless psychopath is his problem. I think there's a bit of that. Harder to f- entitled for generations. A little harder to fix. Um, yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, much to talk about today. You can uh, weigh in with your comments at any time on the text line 415-295-KFTC. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Mr. Murdoch. Good morning, Your Honor. I'm innocent. I would never hurt my wife, Maggie, and I would never hurt my son, Pawpaw. Thank you, Your Honor. Thank you. The Pawpaw crap. Sit down. Yep. So that was the murder. Anything further? Take further comment as necessary, Your Honor. If if I had been, I would have. I don't know what would be the appropriate thing to do. I don't know what your lawyers would tell you to do. But if I was on trial for this and was innocent, I'd be screaming in the courtroom. I did not kill anybody. I did not kill anybody. I wouldn't kill anybody. I didn't kill him. And they might say, "Settle down, contempt of court." Blah blah blah. I don't think I could control myself. I mean, if I didn't do it, it would be so surreal and weird. Oh, my God, I might go to prison for murdering somebody. I didn't murder anybody. Somebody out there is a murderer, and that's not me. And it just seems weird. I don't know. I don't know what would be the best act if you were in there and you weren't guilty. But oftentimes, these people are guilty. So they're trying to figure out the best way to handle it. I'm not. I'm not guilty. Paw, paw. That whole thing, as a juror, that's the one that got to me. When the when the uh, prosecution made the point, we've got ten hours of you testifying, and you using your son's name like a hundred and seventy five times, and you never said Papa. But now in front of the jury, you come up with the cutesy Papa thing. 
Right. And I just right. find that very weak and very obviously uh, an, an emotional appeal. I like the uh, the end of that clip where the judge said uh, anything further and the prosecutor said, I don't think any further comment is necessary. It's all been said. So who makes the sentence? It's just is it the judge only that makes the sentencing decision? Yeah. Oh, that's yep. that's bad news for old man Murdoch, because after the the verdict mm. came in yesterday, the jury was like high five and nice job, everybody. Good one. I mean, it was an obvious case. I mean, it couldn't have been more obvious, but you did the right thing. You found the scumbag guilty, so good job. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I think, the judge is not a fan. Not no. a fan. One star. Cannot recommend no. Alex Murdoch. So I think uh, it's thirty to life. So I think it's going to be on the heavier end. But like I said a little bit ago, he's up on ninety some other counts if they wanted to try it of embezzling and fraud and wire state cross state lines and all these different sorts of things that would put him in jail for the rest of his life. Right. Yeah, indeed. Uh, judge will give him two consecutive life sentences. You think? Yeah. And then goodbye forever. His grandfather's portrait hung in the courtroom, and they took it out of there when the trial started for obvious reasons. But that's the sort of family he comes comes from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were the kings of the legal community in that part of South Carolina for 80 years. What you got to wonder is... Uh, you know, power corrupts absolute power, corrupts absolutely. Maybe going way back, it was an upstanding family who did the right thing and made it a better place to live. But somewhere along the line, and did it start with him or earlier, they started abusing their power. And uh, that'd be that'd be kind of interesting to know. I wonder, I suspect a book is being written now. I'll bet there were excesses and abuses that were swept under the carpet, or you dared not speak of them for for, for decades. Other maids that fell downstairs or employees that mysteriously died and was never solved and that sort of thing? Yeah, goodness knows. Goodness knows. I I could see every sort of uh, southern skullduggery uh, being involved. Right. I won't bother listing all of it, but... uh, that's some various uh, children of questionable parentage being shuttled off somewhere else and given trust funds, etc. So, but I'll read the book. <laughs> uh, I just saw this, so it's on my mind because I picked up my car yesterday, my uh, Tesla that has the self-driving uh, software on it. That's supposedly the best you can get. Um, uh, I picked it up at the shop yesterday, and I was reading some of the new software stuff on there, and I just saw this study that came out from the AAA. Seventy percent of people. In a study that came out today, 70% say they're afraid of self-driving vehicles. That's up from 55% last year. It was shocking hmm. to automakers and other people who study this sort of thing to show that the exposure of self-driving technology has not made people more comfortable with it. It's made people significantly less comfortable with it. And it makes the point that, you know, these auto companies that are pouring billions of dollars into not only electric vehicles, but self-driving vehicles are going to have to think about, well, how, how are we going to get around this? Or is this not going to catch on the way we thought or, or whatever? And uh, when I picked up my car yesterday, I was looking at the the warning on the screen that said about the self-driving thing. Let's see if I can get this. Warning, here. warning. Uh, full self-driving is an early limited beta access, uh, but must be used with additional caution. It may do the wrong thing at the worst time. So you must always keep your hands on the wheel and pay extra attention to the road. Do not become complacent. 
boy, the, the preacher could have said that to Judy on the day we got married. He may do the worst thing at the worst time or whatever. <laughs> the wrong thing at the worst time. <laughs> but does that would that make anybody comfortable with their super fancy new software if it says uh, pay attention because it may do the wrong thing at the worst time? That's a well-worded warning. I only pass it along just because if you think we're way down the road of self-driving vehicles, we're not. We're not. We're at the very beginning. I think we'll get there someday. I'm sure we will, but we're not even close yet. Yeah. Related note, a bunch of former FEMA officials are saying you've got to have AM radios in cars because that's the backbone of the emergency warning system. Oh, wow. That's awesome. My car doesn't have AM radio, which sucks since we're on like 50 different AM stations across the country. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love and Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 